What is the point of playing a sport if you can't win a championship? I can't even begin to answer that. That's a tough question. That's why you're going to have to watch the show. <laughs> I'm asking really hard questions today. Mm. Um, we've got some interesting things coming up on this week's The Sports Extra Podcast. Yeah, and we also talked with Spencer Carberry, the head coach of the Hershey Bears, not just about hockey and everything like but what's it like to be in a locker room with not just Yale grads, but Yale grads that are instilling wisdom about long division? Captivating stuff. I think Logan and I are going to have to go back to class. What's it like to be in a hockey locker room with people smarter than you? There's only one way to find out. Welcome inside the ABC 27 podcast studio, Ali Baruby, Logan Reaver, and the Sports Extra podcast. I love this day. Whoop, whoop. Podcast day is my <laughs> That was really pathetic. I think we should just end the show now. Do you want to start over? I know, but like. But like kind of. That wasn't even a good. It was. Is it just woo? No, no, no. I did whoop, whoop. Like as if I, I was being sarcastic about it. It felt like you you don't care about this show. I know that was. It, it was really, really pathetic. You're like, this is my favorite day. And I'm like, yeah, okay. You're like, I hate everything about this. You didn't include enough Chris Berman. I think so. Oh, yeah. Just not enough whoop. Something like that. You know what? You're warmed up now. You want to do the re the redo? Uh, Today is my favorite day. It is the Sports Extra Podcast Day. Hey, Allie, how are you? No, I wanted a whoop. (laughs) I wanted a whoop whoop. No, no, we're eliminating the whoop whoop. We're not doing the whoop whoop at all. That was the whole lesson there. We came and we came back. You know, every week, yeah. I do feel like, you know, maybe this week will be better. Maybe this no. week will get better than we were last <laughs> week. And I really sometimes feel like maybe we're just falling off a cliff. Yeah. and But a happy cliff, and we're so happy. But like happy. the Grand Canyon, so it's like a nice view while you fall. All right. Hopefully our viewers are enjoying something about this. Oh, this isn't the uh, viewers' opinion. These are ours. Right? Oh, we just feel like... <laughs> I was going to say, I haven't had any strongly worded emails in a minute, so... Well, that's great. Yeah. Maybe people are learning to like you. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well. Especially after this take I'm about to give here. Not to well, hype it up. Segwaying our, ourselves in. It's actually not about viewers at all, but it's actually not even about sports. But <laughs> got to give people a reason. The dangling carrot in front. The way your mind works. <sighs> yeah. Scary place. Um. All right. Well, we're firmly into the month of May. Yes. There are a few things going on in the mm-hmm. sports world. Uh, we're gearing up for playoffs in certain sports. Other sports aren't going to have playoffs at all. I'm looking at you, the AHL. Right. And we got to talk to Hershey Bears coach Spencer Carberry, so that'll yeah. be coming up later in the show. Um, really just a depth of knowledge from him that I think we needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're gearing up for NBA, gearing up for NHL playoffs. Mm-hmm. NFL released their schedules. It's the best time of year. I There's, like, nothing going on, but second, everything going on. No, no, on. it's the second best sports month of the year. Ooh. I want to say it's the best time of year, but October is is the best time of year. Like, we'll get to October, and I'll be like, yeah, this is the best. Part of me wants to say right now is is the best, because when both hockey and basketball playoffs are going at the same time, There's and you get so those much first rounds, oh, it's so good. Whereas, like, in October, it's fantastic, because you have, like, everything NFL's <laughs> in gear, and it's baseball playoffs. Hockey's back. Basketball might not start in October now, so it's so like those are back, yeah. but the games aren't as significant, and everything's around. And plus, October is just the best month in general. It just is. I agree because it's not hot as can be. It's the perfect month. Us pale people stand a chance. We've we've gotten through sunburn season. But April, May, this is right up. This is like number two. This what's, is great. What's the worst month? Uh, Am I ruining a take? I don't want to take a take. It's away. the what? What is it? The whatever month has the All Star break uh, for baseball? Right? July. July is a pretty dead month. 
month so, that that's our not, country that's, was born. I would argue that Wait, February. Yeah, yeah, this is an anti-American take. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> what I'm getting at. No, it's an anti-sports take. Yeah, what I'm really getting at. <laughs> like, hmm. I just I'm thinking. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> the Fourth of July. <laughs> our country's freedom. Mm. Logan is a golden retriever who's afraid of fireworks. That's really where we're at. You hate America. You hate fireworks. It is amazing. My first job was in Louisiana. Just the amount of pop-up shops that were just like fireworks. But like, I'm like, do you guys just sell fireworks? Because it, it no, looks like some other stuff's going down yeah, here. There's a room in the back. There's a room in the there's back. A, it's a bed, bath, and beyond of fireworks <laughs> shops everywhere you go. All right. So Logan doesn't like July because he hates America. I'm just saying those days. It's like a dead time. There's really not much. And that's when we, we've talked about this a number of times is that baseball, they get in that little bit of a dead period. You thought the dead period was like open. It's kind day of right. Yeah, dead. no, it's like a month, if not a couple of weeks after. No, I hate this. We're all we're uh, we're kind of in the dead period. No. Yeah. No. Like the senators just started, so they're not in the dead period yet. But well, like, well, we, what you is know, the we dead get period? three days <laughs> in, <laughs> maybe like a week. So no, Logan is one hundred percent correct. Because, yeah. No, listen. July is the only month where there is one day where there is no sporting events, period. Exactly, and exactly. it is the day after the All-Star Game. I'm not alone in this. And any other month alone. of the year, there's a sporting event any other day. If you would like Case to, rested lawyer. If you would get like to, <laughs> if you would like to get mad at the voice you're hearing, that's producer Shiner. You heard producer yeah. Tyler earlier. I forget mm. to introduce them sometimes so you don't know who to yell at when you yeah. hate their takes. Mm. And I hate anger. that because the one day a year where there is no sport, yeah, anger, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was like a hype or No, like it's what? like the live studio audience, but mm. it, they can't demonstrate how mad they are, so instead you just have to say anger. I need I need my own hype squad. But yeah. but but the one day a year where you don't have sports is like it's like a cleansing day to then appreciate the day after I refuse it's to acknowledge any works. of you. What? Yes. It's not a sports Oh, I need a break. No, give me more. No. That why do you think double headers were invented? Do you more, have more, 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 more all the time? Well, athletes. That's why I was saying we were just talking about October being the best because everything's going on. A cleanse. Nobody likes a juice cleanse. Those aren't enjoyable processes. You like a cleanse? Sure. No, people want a burger and beer. They want the opposite of that. Or they want chicken tenders and a margarita. No, we're not. No, no, no. Which we're I not got getting yesterday. into that. No, I got it yesterday, I, though. We know. I'm super excited. I can tell. <laughs> it was like the best. Anger. <laughs> it was the best thing that could have happened to me. Mm -hmm. All right, you know what? Let's get people mad at other people besides me. Um, you know what I've discovered? Uh, it's not that the show's going down. It's that we're getting perpetually more mad at each other. It's how all, <laughs> it's just, it's how all it's, No, it's our relationship work. is going down. It's not the show. You know, and here I was thinking that, like, maybe I'll get to know Logan. Maybe it'll be a fun experience. Thank you, I'm, no. I'm getting to know that maybe it's not working out. Yeah. We'll welcome, to, welcome to my life. This is <laughs> well, everything that's happened. We'll get the therapist in here soon. Ooh, that'd be a good guest. I'm we are looking for a non-sports guest to support. Well, that'd be a good episode, right? Oh, God. In, Diagnose us. In July. The I'll coroner. Give, I will give you the therapist. If you can make it to July on this show, I will give you a therapist. You mean like full-time or like just for the show? No, just for the show. I don't make a lot of money. I can't afford your therapy bills. It's a good deal. All right, make it to July. Okay. Um, let's talk to Tyler. Tyler, Tyler's going to kick us off with our 27 takes. Mm -hmm. Tyler's 27 takes. I don't know. I'm trying to like make some alliteration here. Tyler's 27 takes on a Thursday. That, I have nothing for that you. That sounds either. like I have 27 takes, and I <laughs> certainly don't. That is true. He has, he has Just one. Just that we, we can't confine in this amount of time. He has one. He has a lot, on, a lot on the brain, though. Or at least one thing <laughs> on the brain. 
Definitely one We're trying thing. to give you more credit than you're allowing us to give you. No, I don't need the credit because I just don't talk a lot. So okay. there aren't, there's this not that is, many things. This, this is an anti-compliment zone. But this segment is perfect for Tyler and terrible for you and I mm -hmm. because Tyler only has to fill 27 seconds of mm -hmm. like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, and I struggle to do that. So yeah, it's perfect. But then for you and Which I. Which is why I want to, oh, this is good because he gets to go first and then I can borrow some of his time. We'll see. <laughs> That's not how any of this works. Wait, really? Wait. Because there's no rules. Wait. Really? I wish. Because I'm making the rules right now on the spot. If you are listening. Give me that time. If you're listening to this podcast and not watching it, you yeah. have to see the way Logan just tried to puppy dog eyes his way into getting two extra seconds. Oh, you're going to give me those seconds. He's like. Can I? ABC 29. Welcome in. Welcome in to our show. Can I have them? I'm changing the logo. Can I have Can I have seconds? Can I have it? All right, let's see how long Tyler gets. Yes. Let him have his turn before you try and take it. Bully. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, Tyler. The take bully. Put your put your own 27 seconds on your own stopwatch. We make you do everything. Unmute your mic and the floor is yours. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm going to start right now. So 13 months ago, Drew Robinson, who is a Triple-A baseball player. He attempted suicide. Um, he lost his right eye in the accident. He shot himself. He lost his right eye. He has been coming back ever since. And last night, he hit his first home run. It's incredible. The, the guy's doing amazing. I'm pulling for him. I hope he makes it to the majors. What an incredible story. Go, look at, go check it out if you haven't seen it. Great guy. Absolutely. I think it was ESPN that did that story. And because yeah. at first I heard it on like uh, Sports Center or something, and they were just, it was like a passing thing for them. They were mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, go check out the story we wrote. And I was like, mm, it's three in the morning. What else am I doing? So mm -hmm. It was like when Sports Center's on a loop too. So I had heard it like five times. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did. I read it too, Tyler. It's like, I'm so sad that he went through that obviously right. like that he had those feelings that he carried out that act but like what a great show for anyone who's struggling with mm -hmm. those things oh it's got really deep really fast but like i just feel it's like that's show for you <laughs> chaotic mm -hmm. but like it's such a good message for people who are going through something similar to be like look like he was at the end of his rope but now look at what he's been able to accomplish people don't understand how important it is for something when they see somebody who is in or is having those same feelings or in a similar boat to sort of see an example of success. And we talk about all the time, whether it's like Micah Parsons baking out of Harrisburg, that's it on a very small level. Mm -hmm. That's a very, you know, when you're talking about like mental health issues, yeah. that's a completely different can of worms. Yep. To be able to see something tangible of success is something that you just can't even script. And it's, it's much more important than really anything we can even talk about in the sports realm. It's beyond a sports story. But I do think it's so powerful, like when Kevin Love spoke up about his mental health struggles, you know, and like the platform that he was able to have, like it, it athletes get such a great platform because they're so athletically gifted yeah. and they're so they work so hard mm -hmm. and, you know, all these things. But like to be able to take that and then be like, all right, but this is so much more important and mm -hmm. I want to shine the spotlight on that as opposed to did I get a triple double tonight or, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, I feel like that's super powerful. Mm -hmm. And like Drew, without even. I mean, he's just going back to the sport he loves, you right. know, going back to playing baseball. But now he's able to have this this huge platform of showing what is possible if you don't ultimately m make that decision. Absolutely. Oh, you get none of Tyler's time because he. I know, and I, was, I, I, I and I'm not even gonna be mad because it was so eloquently put, and it was it was a nice little bow. It was right at 27. That's perfect. It was. I would like to apologize because I actually went over two seconds. What? So Logan, you lose two seconds now, and you have to do twenty. Wait, 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 yes. wait, 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 wait. That no. also means that the timekeeper was not doing their job. 
Were you also the timekeeper? I am the timekeeper, so you have I too got much a, power. Now. I got you a have little way too, too much power. You're, you're letting this get to your head. I just got a little too into my take. We have two producers, and realized what, I what are you doing over there? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just waiting to give my take. Well, you're just like sitting there in the on deck circle, like practicing your swings. What's going on? There's only so much room over here. So. Well, I mean, my my take will you'll want two less seconds when I get to it. So this is probably Logan's good. Logan's just so mad. He's starting to slander our entire crew just so he can get his time. <laughs> this is a desperate I'm man. Boy, my way into this take. This is a desperate man. I'm mm. gonna let Shiner go and see if you can gain some seconds from him. Okay. Shiner, your time, Tyler. Hey, make sure you keep in time. <laughs> starts right now. All right, we're talking NBA MVP, most valuable player. Joel Embiid is the best player in the NBA. I'm not talking about best shooter. I'm not talking about the best defensive player. He is the best player in the NBA. The Sixers are, and let me check my notes, 29 and 8 with him and 18 and 14 without him. I know everybody thinks Jokic is going to be the guy. It's Joel Embiid. The delegate from Pennsylvania will defer his time to the delegate to Florida. How much? Oh, oh, oh. I like that, the delegate. <laughs> Do you agree or disagree with Shiner? Uh, I would also like to point out Shiner is a Sixers fan. Accurate. I, yeah. <laughs> disclaimer. I, like, I agree with parts of it, and then there's parts I don't, but I think that's any sort of take. I definitely agree that he's the MVP of this season. And the NBA is so ever-changing that, like, I, I don't think it's to be Jokic. Somebody had, like, a good tweet that was, like, Jokic's premier year is a down year for James Harden. And, like, Harden's a guy that's won the MVP and is always in the conversation. I think Embiid definitely is the MVP. I also just don't think that he's the best player in the league because best player in the league is something that's so sustainable. Like, people still give it to LeBron because you know year in and year out he's going to do something. Hmm. I wonder at a certain point because, and, and this is something that's been put in a very, um, it's a good analogy to, to, to do it with Doc Rivers, and I, I wonder if this is going to be the case, is that Doc Rivers coming in, new guy, blah, 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 Everywhere he's been so far, it's like sugar high. We do very well right off the bat, and then it sort of fades out. And Embiid sort of takes me with the way that his career gone is has gone to this point. You wonder if one day he sort of wakes up, and this could be a year, two years down the road or stuff like that. Is it the same level of intensity and just like wherewithal to sort of on a nightly basis to sort of get after it the way he has? Like he's having an MVP season. I don't necessarily know if that's going to be the case in two years, where it's like I know a guy like LeBron, even at his day age, or even a Giannis, mm. just the way that they sort of like take care of themselves and just the drive that th we've seen over the course of years is going to be that guy. I don't know if it's the long state, but for this season, I do agree with you. I just don't know if that's sustainable. That was put so much more. That was so much more well put together than the take I'm about to have, which is just kind of sending me in a little bit of a way. I almost want to make you go last <laughs> just so you have all this it's time. It's not deserving of going remotely. You just, guys are just, as an, just as an update for everybody here, yes. uh, producer Shiner went two seconds under. So now That's Logan important. is back to his normal 27 yeah. seconds. The delegate from Pennsylvania is very courteous for this. <laughs> and if he hadn't done the that legislation really is, The legislation <laughs> is passed. If he, if he didn't do that very eloquent transition of time, too. It you was. It was gotten, very nice. But you might have gotten more. I was a little worried there when he was saying he said MVP and then he said most valuable. I was like, oh, that's two seconds. You're not going to get back. Yeah. I was like, mm, you're not getting the, the 27. You, have to, you, can't, you can't explain yourself too much. So, so technically, <laughs> technically I started to defer my time. So you could take the time from when I started to defer my time. And Shiner, not count that we're as not on Logan's side. Like, I don't know where we're getting I'm into. I'm here for you. No. Mm -hmm. um, there you go. Put your finger down. 
I'm gonna. Uh, you know what? I just. This want is funny because I literally was like, "What are you doing over there?" <laughs> like two minutes ago. Stop it! Knock it off. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that's a great tease for next week's episode because we're gonna yes. go all things basketball. Exactly. So I don't want to get too much into the MVP yes. debate. It's a great take, and I think it's we need to talk about it before like the playoff picture is solidified. Yes. But at the same time, we get that playing round too, and it's something. I'm not going to tell you why I think I'm just going to pick a random name. Jeremy Grant. Heck yeah. Syracuse player. Yeah. Uh, 23rd on all time score or scoring leaders. I yeah. think he's the MVP and that'll be my take next week and I'll defend it. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> Logan. All right. You get 27. Wait, I thought you were going. I thought it was last. Well, I just, now I'm, uh, all right, I'll go. Kay. Thanks. Will you start me off so that I have a clear, concise. Sure. Are we beginning? ready on time back there? Okay. Yes. Three, two, one, begin. Okay. I didn't think I cared. I truly did not think I cared whether or not fans were in the stands. And I would like to, before I get the hate, I would just like to say it's not because I didn't think fans need to be there, but I felt mm -hmm. like at least we were watching sports and it didn't bother me that fans weren't in the stands for most of the pandemic because at least we had sports. But then I went to a Senators game last night with fans in the stands, not full because that there's still, you know, pandemic restrictions, but it was amazing. Yeah. So I have decided that fans have to be in sports. I liked it better when it was the cliffhanger of, and fans. I decided fans, <laughs> and then you don't, because is, is that the rule? Oh, wait, I'm making the rules. Sorry. Uh, is that where you <laughs> can't, you can't finish, rules. you can't finish the take after the bell goes? Because that's a good lesson. Because that was another one there. The same way you did the MVP, you prefaced in there. You can't preface. <laughs> you can't preface in the 27 second take. Wait, you got to get right in there. Is that how you say that word? Probably not. Preface? Just I <laughs> say preface. I say but preface. No, prefaced. Like your face, and then it's before your face. <laughs> it's your preface. <laughs> like, this is my preface before my take. <laughs> it's about to happen. We all needed coffee today. I know. This is a, a, a loopy one. All right. All right. All right. It's your preface. It's my preface I'll, to my maybe take. I'll, maybe I'll mute myself in the edit. Oh, yeah. Wait, have you guys found a way to mute yet? Yeah, it's called delete audio. Oh. But I mean, like, live. <laughs> Lawyered. That was easy. <laughs> that was, that was easy. a lot more oh, simple than I gave it credit for. I was like, that, there's no way they can do that. Yeah, Tyler's got all the power. I don't know why we decided to put him in the chair with all the power. Yeah. But eventually he's going to get. He's getting a little too power hungry. Yeah. Um. Okay, Logan. Without further ado, okay. I would like to hear the disaster. None <laughs> of us have heard this, by the way. I would like. I to haven't even heard this. This came to mind about five minutes ago. All right, let's hear the disaster take that is your twenty-seven seconds, and it all begins now. All right, so there's this thing called gym politics, where like you're in the gym, and there's certain things you do and you don't do, and there's certain like there's courteousness where it's like you ask somebody how many sets they have left, and then like there's certain things. The last thing you do is hover around the set when you don't ask how many is left. There's nothing worse in the world than somebody who will hover around a set, just look at you, not even stretch or like pretend to be on their phone, but just look at you until you get off the machine. To those people, I say, what are you doing with your lives? You need to get something, a hobby of some source, and you need to stop. Do I take actually work? Who hurt you? Those people. Did this happen? No. This happens this all, is the 100 all the time. All the time. One of the biggest pet peeves of mine. Oh, no. It is. At it's one gym, thing to it's be ridiculous. like. It's one thing to be like, "Hey, how many sets you got left?" Because it's like, okay, we're we're communicating. We have a good relationship. It's nice to can meet you. Can I get you. a spot? Yeah. yeah. Can I get a spot? <laughs> communication. It's just. It's like anything else. If you're just hovering and looking, and you're giving that glare, you're like, you're like, you need to finish up right now. And it's like, you know what, I'm gonna take longer because you're doing this. And that becomes a spite thing. And now your workout becomes, it's it's very personal act with people you've never met before. 
it is these people that that is the reason why I now have a setup at home and I do right. not even go near a gym. That's true. Forget the pandemic. Buy a Peloton. Tyler doesn't like people watching him lift. Yeah. Um. And maybe the, I just I'm gonna be positive. They're just checking out your form. They're just so inspired by your. No, because the look presses. on the, the the what is it? The grimace like that doesn't say that. No. Right. The preface. Well, then there's also the that's there's also yeah the preface <laughs> that doesn't do it. There's nothing worse than somebody who judges your form and then tells you about it. That's also in that category. No, no, no. I'm saying admiring your form. I'm being there's happy. nobody does that. Nobody does that. Nobody goes up to you and goes, "Hey, great form," and then like gives great. you a nice high five. You're doing That's great, like what is this buddy. a Disney Channel original movie? No, that doesn't happen. Okay, you're on the men's side of the gym then, because we we do that on the women's side. Oh, you're so much more supportive. Oh my god. So, 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 oh yeah. Like, I'm sure that's there's yeah. like four women in the gym usually lifting. So yeah. you're like, oh, did you do that workout on Instagram? I, that's not, also not what it's like. What do you what? Yes, my gym. Everyone's super supportive. The women each are. Other. Yes. Was it an all-female gym? No, we're just the only three that are. Was this there. a middle school dance? People like one guys guys are on one side and then females are on the other. Oh my gosh, the 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 social psychology that goes into like walking into the weight. Well, there's section. a reason. There's a reason why the, there's some gyms are considered slash social clubs. <laughs> like well, you, there's that's also a whole in that same thing. in that same category the individual who doesn't do a workout but just roams around and talks to different people you're in that category too you know who you are well sometime in july when it's dead we'll go through all the gym stereotypes oh well the stereotypes a whole different thing i'm my own gym stereotypes so i wouldn't get in oh wait thing. which one are you that's for the july episode fine bring the therapist on that episode too yes We'll need it. Mm -hmm. um, wow. What a successfully chaotic 27 seconds section. I like that. Yeah. You good with it? Ish. You ready to move on? You got, some stuff, off, you got some stuff off your chest? Uh, yeah, I wasn't really thinking about that until like five minutes before. So it's um, it a lot of passion for... Also, whoever like is even that aimed... Like I feel like the three or four people who have done that to me, probably like... I've what, am I going to tag them in the podcast after? At me, bro. I don't even know their names. Well, maybe they'll listen and they'll know who they are now. I'm going to change your life. I'm going to change your I'm habits. I'm going to preface you and you're going to change your life. I'm, <laughs> really, that's really not how you say that. It's literally every day of my life. I have to Google most words to make sure I'm spelling them right, let alone saying them right. You need that Siri thing who's like, Logan, it's preface. Logan. Wait, Siri follows you around? Yeah, you ask your phone. You say, how do you say this? It's the emphavis to the syllabi. <laughs> All huh. right. Maybe I do what? need that. That sounds, that sounds useful. We'll get you. We'll get you a dictionary app. Mm. Might not change much, but it's a nice thought. It's a nice thought. It's a nice gesture. Merry okay. Christmas. Uh, all right. The Hershey Bears. Yes. Why we're here today. Basically. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of things about the Hershey Bears. They're a historic mm -hmm. franchise. Yes. They mean so much to so many. Giant Center is hallowed ground for some people, although they'll tell you it's Hershey Park Arena where they played most of their games. Mm -hmm. um, but this season... After all the uncertainty of last year, they were going to win the Calder Cup last year. The whole season gets called off early because of COVID-19. They come back and play, and they are the best team in the North Division. Yeah, by far. Do you remember their record? 22-7-2. He's a machine. Can't say preface, but I got numbers down. Yeah. So the Bears right now, that record is good for second best win percentage in the whole AHL, top of the North Division. They're seven points ahead of the Lehigh Van Valley Phantoms. But the point is, Logan, Yeah. all of this is like kind of for nothing. It is for nothing. I would say the only... 
Yeah, the only, and I, I it probably isn't completely fair to say, but like we we, and we got into it with with Spencer Carberry, there is just the, the the development of it all, which is really why the league. It is, is it is it, like it is yeah. important, like us being like, oh, it's not important at all from like a instant like fan perspective, because like any sort of sport growing up, the end goal is, hey, here's this trophy, somebody get. There's not a finality to this season, so it seems like asterisk e in a sense. But it's probably not. Like, my biggest takeaway, and something I enjoy, and this is my first season of being here and watching it full-fledged, was seeing Connor McMichael completely, like, come out of his shell right out of the gates. And that was something that was, like, really cool to see. And in any other year, it's like, even if they don't win the title, it's like that, or you might point to something like they didn't win the title. It's like, oh, this season, that's all it was. Whereas we might reflect on this and be like, oh, I, that was the year that we got to see Connor McMichael like in person. So there's different lenses to view it through, but in general, it's probably tough and, and they're not going to sugarcoat it for you anyway. It's been tough too. Yeah, I think it's just one of those seasons where you're glad you're playing. Um, and obviously, Carbs has a great perspective on just about everything. Yeah. So he's so super positive. He knows the importance of playing. Um, and I think really the question comes from how do the fans feel and how does the city feel and, and did it feel like a real season? Mm -hmm. um, but we can at least give you Spencer Carberry's take. Well, joining us now, Spencer Carberry, the head coach of the Hershey Bears. I mean, we've gone through this crazy, hectic year and, and, and light at the end of the tunnel is one way to put it. What do you qualify everything we've taken to get to this point? Certainly unique. A lot of uh, adjustments on the fly uh, in a lot of different areas, whether it be schedule, practice times, um, adapting our preparation uh, as far as being able to do meetings and face-to-face -face stuff and player development. Um, but you know what? We, I, I, I got to give our guys a lot of credit. We've, we've been up and running almost the entire time. I think we missed one day hmm. of, of practice um, because of COVID protocol. And so our guys have done a tremendous job. We've been able to stay up and running, play majority of our games other than a couple games that were missed um, due to some other teams. But um, yeah, it's, it's been impressive that we've been able to um, get, get through it all. With no... Calder Cup to sort of shoot for what is what do you sort of motivate the guys on a daily basis I know it's like you guys are having success and stuff like that but what is there yeah. what is, on a daily basis what's the motivational what's the miracle speech in the locker room to get these guys going daily it's literally the million dollar question and it's something that we faced every single day mm. and you you I don't know how much people pay attention to it but when they're when you eliminate a, a playoff format and essentially a, an end goal for professional athletes um, it, it becomes very, very challenging to keep guys invested, motivated, playing the right way, practicing the right way. Um, and, and to be honest with you, I, I don't blame them. Now I, I have to reason with them and, and try to, especially in the American hockey league, a little bit different in the NHL. These are what, what I told them is you, we have a hundred days. Um, we're going to be able to be together. Okay. And you've got a hundred days to take advantage of and because there's a lot of players well 90 percent of our players are, are trying to get to the national hockey league so if you waste these 100 days it's you, you just wasted an opportunity to get closer to your goal mm. and so that was the sell for me and, and it's real it's real you can use this time that we've had over the last three months to get better improve your game play the right way 
put a good showing on. Scouts are watching these games. Management is watching these games. And I know you may, you know, have a difficult time at times getting up for a game because there's no Calder Cup being handed out. But that's not going to change the management's decision on whether you can play in the NHL. And they're watching your your shifts and your games. Mm. What is it sort of about... And, and well, first I'll give you the platform to say this. Was there a specific speech that you were like, "Ooh, that was a good one"? Because I'd, I'd, you know, was there was there one in particular that you're like, "Okay, that was nice." They're, we're gonna win tonight because of that one. I, I thought the the that that number I thought sort of rang home. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was at the beginning of the year, and and we've kind of checked in with that number as we've gone through. I remember in Wilkes, I wrote it on a board, um, and said and, and held it up. And I said, what, what is this? And it, and it said 50. And then guys are looking at each other. And, and then finally, I can't remember who it was, but um, said, we, we've got 50 days left. 50 days of the 100. We're halfway there. And and I, so I found that as a way to go, geez, we're already halfway through this. I've, I've already, oh my gosh, I've only got 50 more days to, to take advantage of. So I, I think that number for me, and periodically throughout the season of bringing that back up makes it come to life of, oh, geez, I got to get to work or I need to play a little bit uh, harder in this game or let's finish this game off in the third period. I feel like some of the guys thought you were going to do like long division or something like that. And they were just like, this is not the, this is what, what is about to go down right now. Everyone's yes. looking at each other like that. Who, who would be the worst? Who would be the most scared if they were to do a math equation on the team right now? Oh, yeah, I, I, I know you I, weren't prepared for that question. I feel like I didn't prep going for that to, one. I'm going to um, give him a little bit of trouble because it actually happened this year. Okay. Scott okay. Allen, in a power play meeting, asked a math question Uh-oh. to Cody Clark. And now he may be ex- exceptional at math, mm. but this one he got wrong. And it wasn't the most difficult one. <laughs> and uh, so they gave Clarkie a hard time about uh, – yeah, I, I want to say it was like half of it was something that caught it must have caught him caught him off guard in front of his peers uh, because he, he didn't get that and they get they gave him uh, some trouble. Please, please tell me it wasn't just like basic addition or like subtraction. Like, tell me it was like something like that was a little bit complicated, right? Something, it was division. Yeah. It was like half of like, oh, it, it uh, I think it got him all. He wasn't, it caught him off guard. Let's say that. <laughs> that was the biggest hurdle of the season, actually. That was, that was the most trouble you guys have had up until this point. Coach, let's give some love, though. Who was the best at math on the team? That's true. There's math courses. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know what I would say? Um, J- Joe Snively. And I had a feeling. Joe- I just knew. I yeah. had no idea. Gale grad, Gale grad, and he's a he's a very uh, he, he's a smart smart young man. Yale grad is, is is that always is that almost like a burden sometimes where you got somebody who's like almost has to be the smartest in the room, you know? And it's just it's just like sometimes you're trying to talk like X's and O's, and he like takes he starts like using extended vocabulary, Algorithms you know what I mean, stuff? and stuff like yeah. that. Does ever get in the yeah. way, coach? It, it does. We that's definitely a problem, <laughs> Coach Carver. We have a few of them because our our goaltender coach is a Yale grad. We oh, Rob Garrett is a Yale grad. We've wow. got some Cornell. So they the the Ivy Leaguers get a hard time for sure. Coach, I'd want to jump in. It's great to see you. Uh, you also signed a monster extension just a couple months mm. ago. I saw an ESPN article of um, GMs and coaches around the league polled in the NHL about who's like an up and comer. And Spencer Carberry's right there. They loved your extension. They loved that you negotiated yourself 
Uh, congratulations. It's like the Forbes Thank top you. 50. It's like the, you know, it's <laughs> the something who's like, who? the who's who. Absolutely. And I think TMZ. What? It's it's like 40 under 40. You're something still, like that. Aren't you still under 40? I am, yes. 39. For, for a few more months. Look at that. But I mean, honestly, coach, congratulations. We're happy to Thank have you. you here in Hershey. What does it mean to you to be able to coach here with guys like Joe Snively, who's <laughs> with, Yale, uh, with, Yale, with grads. Yale grads, Cornell grads? But, but what does it mean to be here in Hershey? It's, um, I, I've said this a lot. I'm so, so fortunate to have um, gotten this opportunity a few years ago, and now I get to call Hershey home. I, it's the best organization in the American Hockey League. So, so fortunate to not only live here, but to be able to play and coach in front of the fan base here. Such a passionate, the building, the area, um, the organization from the Caps down to the Bears and Brian Helmer in the front office. It's, um, I pinch myself frequently because it's, I, it's not lip service. This is a, a dream situation for me. Are the Hershey Kisses that good? I mean, like, people don't leave. Mm. Like, Freddie Kasivi played for the Bears, and he lives yeah. here now. I mean, I think about this. Like, so many guys, even if they go play somewhere else or go coach somewhere else, they come right back to Hershey to live mm. and, and spend the rest of their life. Like, what is in the water out there? Coach Boudreaux back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it really, really is. And, again, I'm not just saying this. It's it's an incredible place to, to live and raise a family for us. We – We've bought a home here, spend our summers here. Our kids go to school here. It's, it is a really special place. The organization's also different. Like yeah. there are uh, AHL teams that, I mean, their, their uh, parent clubs don't care if they win or lose. I mean, I, I don't think it's it being too much to go out on a limb and say it's run like a real, real professional organization. Agreed. Like the same way that the Caps put that emphasis towards theirs. It's almost, it's treated that way, at least locally, from what yes. I've been able to gather in my short time here. But is that, yes. is that fair to say on, on your end, Coach? You obviously come across a number of, of different teams and how they operate. A absolutely. And, and so the, the American League changed a little bit over the last maybe 20 years of it is because the NHL and the salary cap and the youth movement um, it's become a developmental league, but okay. So you're developing young players that are hopefully going to be able to step into a, to an NHL lineup to your, to your parent club, but Washington and Hershey, there's um, an important emphasis put on making sure that we have a competitive team and the young players that are going to play that, they have to be able to, to get the job done, for lack of a better term. And we're going to work with them, and we're going to develop them, and we're going to help them come along. But um, Washington and Hershey, they do an excellent, excellent job of making sure, hey, we want to win games here. This is a historic franchise that has a tradition of winning, and it's important that we maintain that or do everything we can to maintain that. Speaking of youth development, mm. now this is your platform. We're going to talk about how <laughs> – how special of a kid is Connor McMichael? This is your time to sort of, you, you can air out everything. Is he, yeah. is he 21 yet? I don't think so. Is he not even 21 yet? I believe he's 20. Yeah. That's terrifying. He's, he's down in 2000, born in 2001. I think he's January. Oh, 2000s. So you have Yale grads and then there's like a 20 year old in the room and like just also, how did you balance that as a coach? We'll get into that maybe a little bit later, but McMichael in general. How, but how special is he? Yeah. <laughs> You want to talk about an aha moment for a, for a coach is when you coach someone that's born in in the two thousands. I first when I first well, that should be illegal. <laughs> that should be illegal. Ouch! I'm old. That dates you. Um, he 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 really is. Um, 
So I, I've talked about it this year, like he's the real deal. And what I, I think the best compliment that I can pay Mike's is he's a gamer. Okay. And what I mean by a gamer, when, when the games get really competitive in a tight game, one, one third period or a hostile environment in Wilkes and, and it's a chippy game. He plays his best in big moments and in, and in crunch time where, especially for someone that young, usually situations like that overwhelm them. Usually it's, whoa, I'm just trying to find my footing. He embraces it and, and wants the puck and, and um, wants to be the guy. And, and it's almost like the bigger the situation, the better he plays, mm. which um, is really, really impressive for his age. So riddle me this. He has a couple of game winners this year. He's fantastic, like you're saying, in crunch time. What do you guys do after he does it? Because you can't go out for a beer. So what do you guys do? you guys give him a juice box or what happens? He gets the uh, the kiss app. <laughs> I'm the sure Hershey he's thrilled with that. All I'm, sure he lo- I'm sure he loves that. I mean, geez, you didn't know the Hershey kiss app? <laughs> well, I, I'm sure a Miller Lite maybe. He has to earn that one, one day down the line. But he doesn't know what he's missing yet. I mean, he's 20. I'm sure he's never had one drink. You're right. No. In, ca- in Canada. He's he's legal, I believe, oh. in Canada. Oh, that's 19. true. 19. Well, you can't be in Canada right now. It's all locked down. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. In America, it's 21. So in the meantime, the kisses will do. Yeah, yeah Hershey kisses it is. I, I think it was McMichael you were talking about, though, Carbs, earlier this season. And you said, like, you almost have to teach him how to – I don't want to say scale back because you want him to be a great player, but there's a balance of what Washington's going to expect him to do in the NHL versus what he's capable of doing on a lower level. So he needs to learn maybe other parts of the game, not scoring, not things like that. How do you balance that? Like you want to let a player thrive at the level they're at, but also making sure you're the right guy to move up. You're, you're absolutely spot on. And that um, it's, it's details because so back in junior, Connor could literally show up, put his equipment on, put his jersey on, and he's that gifted. He's going to score three goals and get an assist. Without even stretching. And, <laughs> with, with like, and, you know, to a certain extent. But now as you move up levels, you've got to add things into your game. And, and you can't just go out and, you know, all right, I'm going to go have some fun. Like now, as you move to the American League and you get into the National Hockey League, like you're going to be expected to be in the right spot every single time you do it. Stop on pucks, finish some checks, go to the net front. All these little details of the game, he, he can't just go out there and play like he's playing in London in the, in the Ontario Hockey League. Um, so those are, and then how to, to answer the part of your, about how do you do that is, you just have to, it's a process and he's a really quick learner. That's another thing I didn't mention that he, you tell him something once and usually that night you'll see it right into his game. You say, Hey, we want you here, Connor, not on the wall here. We want you over here. Boom. Just like that. Where with a lot of young players, it takes them a couple times. Oh yeah. I forgot. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll get that. It usually takes a, you know, two, three, four weeks or whatever it is him. It's right away. And so slowly saying, Hey, this is a good, you're doing a good job here. Good job here. Now you need to do this. This is what the expectations are going to be in Washington. This is what Peter Laviolette is going to need you to do. And if you don't do it right, now you're going to lose a shift up in the NHL where we're here. He knows he gets to go back out there. I say, listen, if you do this wrong, you, you, you may sit in Washington or you won't play. 
He's a faster learner than we are. Absolutely. Takes us a lot this more is than slow, one morning. The slowest show, the slowest podcast in the game right here. We're getting between, into between it. Between you and I. Uh, any big last questions? I was just going to say, uh, the, to, to close it out with, I mean, usually you have such a, there's such finality with the season. You get mm-hmm. bounced in the playoffs, you don't make it. When you guys have such a successful campaign and the last game goes, and what is it now, a week or two from now, yeah. what do you do, coach? <laughs> Like, what do you, what the pizza what's next? Yeah, you, you what's know? the first step after? It's just such a weird, you know, cliffhanger. Yeah, I know. And, and you have any, you have any ideas? Cause we're, <laughs> you're going to come on the podcast in person. That's, that's my, <laughs> idea you're me. out of the bubble. Going to do some math. We, it is, it is so bizarre. So bizarre because we're having a great group, having some success. And now Sunday, everybody's going to go their separate way. And this group will never be together again and never get to, you know, have that opportunity to play a playoff game or a series or play. It is very, very bizarre. And I, I think we'll obviously talk to them and, and thank them for everything that they put in, but, and then, and then the, the COVID restrictions. So there's not a lot of like, Hey, we're, we're going to stick around for a week. I'm sure some players will be going to, to be black aces for the cap. So it is really, really um, a bizarre situation. It could have been worse though. You're very right. I'm going to be a little optimistic here. We didn't have to have hockey this year. It wasn't the guarantee. Mm -hmm. So we had something. And I'm just going to hold on to that. And then that next year is going to be normal. Yes. And you keep us updated on what you end up doing. Uh, Maybe you pick up like a secondary job, like pizza delivery or something like that. You know, I don't know if they make carbs do it, but they make the, the front office, like, work Hershey Park. Okay. So yes. you could be, like, getting on a roller coaster and, like, Zach Fish is clicking you in. Really? Like, the voice of the Hershey Bears is like, all right, have a good And, like, a very intense. Yeah, I'm not very, joking. Like, yeah. like, this is a thing. Do I they want make like, you do that, carbs? Right. I, I volunteered um, during the yes. pandemic, but I, um, I was not allowed to because I'm not a uh, Hershey employee, so... Yeah, you, you work for the Caps. I would want nothing more than to get a Zach Fish, like a deep goal as he's like strapping you Absolutely. in. He's strapping you into the roller coaster, like in the deep. And you're like, screaming Good like luck, a you know, girl, like really you know? gets into it the way yeah. that he does. I think that would be fantastic. All right, we're going to make it happen this summer. Carbs, <laughs> we'll at least take you with us. That's yes. how we'll celebrate getting out of the bubble, finishing up this season. Uh, but we appreciate the time. Thank Absolutely. you so much. Uh, enjoy the last couple of days with these players and hopefully a normal 2021 22 season. Awesome. Thank you guys very much. Great job. Carbs is so good at just like breaking everything down, sounding like a human, but yet is like an incredible hockey coach. Just vibing. Yeah. Just chilling. I don't think he... You can see players coach. Really a players guy. I don't know a single person who doesn't love him, like who's around him. He's just... That's why I'm so pumped that he gets to stay in Hershey for a little bit longer, Mm -hmm. at least, is just he's so good for that organization. I just... I mean, that what he's been here three years. And the thing that hurts me for him and the team is we've had two forgotten seasons as I hit the mic. We've had two forgotten seasons with like where Hershey has been better than they've been in a long time. Mm -hmm. Like these teams had such potential to make cup runs. And yet it ends in, well, okay, season's over. Yeah. It hurts me. I was going to say, it's, you're taking it very hard. It's, it's very. It's personally very tough on you. How do you sleep at night? I don't. Every What could have been? The every, 30 for 30 is going to come out soon. Every time they win, Logan, I'm like, yeah. oh, stop winning because it just hurts more. But don't you think it's also like you should take it through the same sort of way that he does where it's like, yeah, it's tough. But it's almost like he's like, what you're going to do? And we're having success while we're here. 
Like he's, he's almost very businesslike about it, but also just like very realistic. But also, I guess you know the the yeah. what ho- hockey hockey folks for the most part are not like a what if kind of no a what if kind of dreamer. You know what I mean? Like they obviously they have certain goals in mind, but they're very straightforward and like what's in front of them, six feet in front of them. Let's just handle that. And that's he's very point. much that way. And I feel like that's why they've had success all year. Whereas he was touching on it, where if you allow yourself to get in the head of how do you wake up to get up for this game or this game, but they they didn't do that. That's a good point. And yeah. I think, I mean, there is a portion of this team who will be back. You know, not everyone's going to get pulled up. Not everyone's contracts are going to go away. Like, so there's a good nucleus of this team that will play next season mm-hmm. and know what it was like to be this successful and play at this level. So it's like not a total wash. I not just, at all. I, as the person who has to sit here and talk for an hour about the Hershey Bears, mm-hmm. am like, what if like that uh, there's You're the so what if. there's the so many out there yeah. so many out there um but thank you to spencer carver Absolutely. for coming on i mean really this season's been so crazy for them they're not even like allowed out of the bubble mm-hmm. you know we haven't been able to go to practice or anything like that so really a testament to them for getting through this year mm-hmm. doing it successfully and then also being so gracious with their time to mm-hmm. jump on zoom every five seconds can you imagine being in the same room as like three yale graduates it's humbling. Well, like what I, I well, I personally bring it to what would I do? But like I would have no chance. I feel like it I just would sit silent. Right. For fear of ridicule. Well, like there's gonna be ridicule nonetheless, you know. Even but it's just like silent. how can you min how can you minimize it? Uh, talk sports. Hockey and Yale. A combo we didn't know we needed. But we love. Joe Snively, good, at, good at math. I just, I had a feel, Joe Snively, I don't know, maybe it's just the name. I had a feeling that Joe Snively was going to come up in that conversation. 100%. And I don't know if it meant that he was going to be good at math or bad at math. But now you know he's but a Yale he's grad. There. So it has yeah. to be good at math. Yeah. Yale grads aren't bad at anything. Hmm. Give me a week to think on it. I, pr- I think I'll come you'll, up you'll with pick something. Pick something. <laughs> something. My something. whole knowledge of Yale grads comes from Gilmore girls. So, you know, it's questionable. Are the Gilmore girls Yale grads? Rory is. And Which her one grandfather, is that? Is that, the, is that the, the daughter? She's a Yale grad. She went. I mean, like the char- yeah. the, the character on the show. Yeah, is a Yale grad. Yes. Why did they need that? Why she had to go to college. But why? Why did they have to be Yale? Because her grandfather went to Yale. Logan watched the show. Well, I know. That's why I'm asking for a little synopsis right now. Why couldn't have been like a just normal college? She, w- uh, she grew up wanting to go to Harvard. Why am I talking about <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she grew up wanting to go to Harvard, and then in the college process, <laughs> tell me more about Gilmore Girls. Decided to go to Yale. Here. Yeah, I've watched. That's awesome. I've watched the whole thing six six. No, times. you're clearly very, uh, very, very, very well versed. Was it my goal to sort of close out with Gilmore Girls? You're darn right, it was. Uh, if you want to come back next week, we are going to talk about the NBA. Uh, the playoff picture should be solidified. We should be rocking and rolling into the uh, much best time of year. Second, be- second, sorry, second best time of year. Second best time of year. October best yes. time of year. Second best year, but there's nothing like it. Hockey, basketball, same time. Logan's dream. Yeah. Uh, if you want to connect to the podcast, you can go to our website, abc27.com, click on sports, and then the Sports Extra podcast. We have all of our full episodes posted there. We've got exclusive interviews, some little articles. Little Gilmore Girl talk in there somewhere. I'll throw one on. I'll throw what you, you know need to go. Five things you need you to know, know about Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I'll put it on the website. My boss is going to hate me. <laughs> Here we go, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening or watching the Sports Extra podcast. For Logan, Tyler, producer Shiner, and myself, Have a great afternoon.
Hey, do you think Logan's kind of funny? Want to be a friend of the show? We're going to need you to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you could also rate us five stars and leave a review, we would absolutely love it. Logan and I really need to stay employed.